0: Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 401 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 401. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. Well, let's do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So our tools for review this week are actually a tool to review. We're down to one tool for this week, mainly because of the impact and the value of proposition related to our technique discussion. The tool for discussion this week is ppcadeditor.com. Literally, ppcadeditor.com. ppcadeditor.com is a... AI enhanced and you're going to hear that so much now we've been talking about it so much now it's a part of our daily processes so now so much now um, it is a platform that we actually had reviewed uh, over a year ago uh, before it of course got AI it was a algorithmic machine learning uh, process tool it was very convenient to create ad sets and groups when it comes to uh, your Google ad campaigns. Um, Honestly, it actually does uh, several different platforms. It does your uh, Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your Pinterest, uh, TikTok in addition to Google Ads, uh, it creates the ads based on the parameters each of the platforms require, whether it's a number of characters, line limits, um, image usages, uh, sizes of image uh, usages, video usages, audio usages, on and on. But the part that is going to be the most interesting for us is today's discussion about technique which is RSA ads, and that's for Google. So for the tool, please take a look at ppcadeditor.com as we now talk more directly about its real value proposition in our technique discussion of the week. Now, for this week's hospitality technique... So our technique discussion this week is how to create AI-generated Google RSA ads. Now, one of the things, and I'm seeing this prevalent all the time, is if you go to any educational session, uh, either offered by HSMAI, AALHOA, AHLA, HFTP, the list goes on. Um, you're getting this constant buzzfeed of AI in you, AI in, so in hospitality, AI usages. And of course, the biggest discussion right now is the development of prompts. It's a six-month life expectancy job description. As people will say, wow, AI is great. This is really cool. This is nifty neat, but how do I use it? People are coming up with AI prompts skipping all of that dialogue really is ai is very useful when it's specifically tasked and tailored to platform discussions well, Now we've discussed ai usages in the enhancements of seo we've discussed ai usages in the development of content this is an expansion on the discussion of content as it relates to ads most specifically to google's rsa ads so our techniques discussion is how to create AI-generated Google RSA ads. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Google RSA, RSA ads, okay, there are pretty much responsive search ads. Now, a while back, back uh, ooh, June 30th, I think, of 22 last year, you were no longer able to create what's called expanded text ads. That was a variation ad that you could actually create additional description text that would be used in an expansion or a variation to the ad sets. Um, They allowed you, they read out saying that if you had them running, you can continue to run them until you stop running them. And then you'd have to replace them with these responsive search ads. Now responsive search ads are actually a huge boost up to what, um, the expanded ad text ads used to be, and that is, is that it, it allows Google to customize your variant contents according to the ads display source value. Meaning, if it's me seeing an ad based on my search history versus you seeing an ad based on your search history. Uh, now, the, the expanded text ads had that capacity to a degree, but the responsive search ads have it exponentially, meaning that these variations of ad types can be much more tailored to the individual user content dialog than just the generic options that you created in the expanded text ads. Why are RSA ads so important? One, customization and personalization. That customization and personalization capability is incredibly critical for your ads responsiveness. Like if I see an ad that really tailors to something that I was looking for or, or contextually related to, I'm more likely to create the action of looking at the ad to further my education of what the ad was representing. We've gone through the discussion of the funnel of what an ad is supposed to do. It's a call to action. It's not a complete explanation of the offer. It's really to say, hey, this is what you want to look at. Click here to find more about what would validate that connection. So responsive ads enhance that to a huge, large degree. Here's the drawback of responsive ads. It's a big black hole of content development because it takes a lot of time to determine what variations of responsive ads you want to create. Now, the, the process of creating responsive ads is based on not just the keywords, but topics, but the behavioral interests, the content interests, uh, the timing of the interest, the geography of the interests. I mean, take, for example, I would be offering a special offer to your resorts to your resort and you have currently 10 domestic high-end not all of them but just the top 10 domestic feeder markets at this time that you want the ads to run you have four international uh, feeder markets at the same time that you want this ad to run you have the local drive market destination interest market and so now i'm creating ads that are tailored to all of those triggers geographic domestic international drive Okay. and behaviorally, add the extra dimension. So every set that you make geographically, you also have the ability to make it demographically and behaviorally. So you have three different layers on three different variations for 15 different choices. Did you see how quickly that branches out into the variations that you have to create? The content for the research, uh, responsive search ads, which keywords should be used, the geography filter for it, the behavioral, the triggering points, all those things. Going back to our tool discussion today, ppcadeditor.com creates, with its AI introduction to its platform, um, RSA ads in variations. And what's really neat is it creates it more in a cascading fashion. It cores out your first ones. And these are based on your best producing ad types. So you already have your campaign structure set up. It looks at your campaign's engagement and creates based on what was the primary keyword, primary geographies, primary context. It will start creating RSA ads, expanding upon your best ads that are already running. So you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're not trying to fish in calm waters. You're actually trying to enhance your currently best productive ads by recreating responsive ads based on the success of the ads that are currently running. Of course, RSA ads can be created from scratch, and this does a huge value proposition of creating a lot of the time consumption down to a minimal thing. Like, hey, you create your keyword sets, you create your context of what your ad uh, premise is, and you put this into the PPC ad editor, and they will create all the variations of responsive ad variations that will be in the campaigns that you create in Google. That's what makes it a huge value asset because with that capability allows you to create very large scale RSA ads, ad groups, ad campaigns, very quickly rather than a progressive growth profile that usually RSA has to have. Like, okay, you start with a core group, you get the contextual engagement from it, you expand on those, you're manually creating those variation content pieces, keyword variations, you look at your top five or your top ten keywords and you create bases off of those. Your top five, top ten ad types, you create variations off of those. And it's a slow, methodical process. With platforms like ppcadeditor.com able to generate AI-enhanced RSA ads for Google, that exponentially speeds up. You're quickly able to chase down and target immediately responsive ad campaigns and really amp up the conversion value of the ones that are being uh, of high value because you're immediately able to expand on them with the RSA ads, knowing that they're already catching the right filtered audiences that you've created. So there you have it, our technique discussion this week, how to create AI-generated Google RSA ads. And that brings us to our news and show review. Now this week's hospitality news that you should know. So our topic on the live show today was discovery versus discovering. What is the difference? Um, At first, it sounds like a pluralization of the same word. It is actually, as we discussed in the live show, a complete difference as to what both of the purposes are. Uh, We discussed the fact that discovery is uh, basically undefined revelations of something you were not aware of, Okay, Um, Like, I'm on this European journey for a couple of months now, a few months. And going to places that, as much as my research told me about them, I find things that weren't in my research by simply being here. Uh, landmarks, things that uh, aren't in the, the research that I did online, uh, and, and the, the, the places that I found more information on, whether it be books or, or people that have already traveled here and so forth, I discover more than I was researching. That's discovery. Discovery is actually, as you look for things, you're finding the things and more that you're particularly looking for. Discovering is the coring down, the drilling down of research. So discovery is uh, voila, and discovering is this is what I'm looking for. Now, the difference is, let's take for instance, I I come into where I'm at right now in Delft, and uh, I go over and uh, I look out the door of my hotel and I discover that there's a restaurant that I didn't know about right next to the restaurant that I did. That's, uh, oh, wow, look, there's a Indonesian restaurant. I did not know that was there. That's a great discovery. Discovering is me going and walking around saying what restaurants are around here. Oh, look, there's the restaurant I knew about, there's the restaurant that I didn't know about. Uh, I can research more. I want to go in and look at that restaurant, look at their menu. I'm discovering about it. Uh, so. The idea is that you're purposefully looking for things, maybe not specifically what you know you're looking for, but you discover them in the way of looking for them. You're looking for more data. I'm looking for restaurants around my hotel. I'm looking for attractions around my hotel. I'm looking for transportation around my hotel. I'm looking for directions from my hotel. That's a discovering process. Discovery is, oh my gosh, there's rental bikes right across the street. Didn't know that, I just rent a bike. The variation is there so that's what we talked about in great lengths is because both of them have a very high value for your content generation you want to be discoverable in a novel way that you are an authority for content that I didn't know that my hotel could tell me all the cool stuff of the things that I should be aware of around me. We talk about like flip new discovery uh, platform uh, in that context. Um, and then there's others where it's like, I'm looking for particularly a way to get from my hotel to a place, a restaurant that I want to go to. I'm discovering the best way to go. That's a variation from not knowing the restaurant even existed. Now, it sounds like I'm talking in circles, but really, there is a very strong difference between the two and a very different way of creating content for both discovery and discovering. You have to provide both, but in a different context. Discovery is awareness. Discovering is informational. So, there you have it. Uh, That was our main topic for the live show today, discovery versus discovering. What's the difference? Uh, a, couple, a couple of uh, like newsworthy items for our news discussion. Um, Expedia has a new loyalty program. It's their part two version, I guess, if you want to call it that. As to uh, what they're doing for um, enhancing their relationship with their uh, uh, their groups and people signing up with them. Uh, it's it's it's. I think it's very. Um, Uh, cannibalistic of themselves, they're kind of eating upon their own value proposition to create this, but they're really recognizing the fact that the quality travel, the travel that's looking for more than just the rates and dates and flights and prices that most travelers are looking for, they're looking for all of the aspects related to their their travel discovery process. So because of that, they are gathering data. Uh, and putting it into a group relationship format. And the second uh, I don't want to bring up is Skyscanner is using now an AI functionality uh, that's really actually fascinating because it's about, um, tell us your travel plans and we'll t- tell you how much you could save. Um, and then from there, you basically, not all the destinations are from me yet. They have a lot of them, uh, certainly a lot of them. But you pick the city that you're traveling from and it will tell you Uh, the most interesting uh, things about your travel that you need to understand. And from that, so some of the interesting things that it does is that um, with the limited places you can leave, it would then determine the places from the choice of where you're leaving to where you can go. It'll actually take all of its historical data of things that it knows about flights and so forth, and tell you how many weeks ahead uh, you. Well, it'll ask you. I'm sorry. It'll ask you where you're traveling from, where you're traveling to, and it only has limited selections on both. And then uh, from that, it'll ask when you're probably uh, possibly traveling, and you pick it by month. And then it'll tell you how many weeks ahead you should actually book. And uh, what would be the cheapest day to travel and the most expensive day to travel uh, just for your flights? And Which is kind of fun because um, the really cool part about what it can do is it takes aggregate data. This is the cool part of the AI. It takes all the aggregate data of all of the patterns that people use to travel the to and froms that they're giving you options on and telling you. From all that data, this is what we see, that it's better if I'm traveling from the Netherlands to Jakarta, okay, that I plan at least 49 weeks ahead. Okay. Uh, which will save you X dollars that it shows. It, and I should choose it on that I travel on a Tuesday, because that'll be the most affordable savings of almost another amount of money to it. And then I'll actually um, like to go and search for flights on Skyscanner. So it's a function tool of augmenting what the platform does in benefit to you as the user, which is pretty cool so anyway, uh, the links of course for both of the uh, the news articles the expertise and loyalty program and the sky scanner um AI, uh, we call it AI, really. It's more of an aggregate data app, really. Uh, both of those will be on our podcast and notes, obviously, as will also our tool discussion of PPC Ad Editor today. And remember, you can always find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pad. The list goes on, 39 platforms and counting. We're on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Just ask them to play the hospitality marketing podcast. And of course, no matter which one you may use, if you like the show, please rate us and leave a comment. That always helps others find our content and gives us the critical feedback and suggestions that keeps the podcast to your interest. Also, if this is your first time hearing us, of course, you can subscribe to our show on any of those platforms. Just smash the subscribe button down. And track us down each week as we produce a new and fun show about hospitality marketing. And if you want to catch up on any of our old podcasts, we've been doing the podcast itself for 17 years every week for the past nine years, uh, or also our live show, our live TV show that we do every week. We're well into our ninth year at this point. Uh, almost coming to our 10th year. Oof. Anyways, you can find all of our I Love Lucy rerun shows on the hospitalitychannel.tv. Um, there you can find by uh, which hosts were on it, uh, content topics that were on it, and the data broadcast that was on it. Of course, if you want to watch our live TV show on TV, you can go to uh, talktravel.tv or on your iOS phone or iOS app appliances and or um, your Android, you can download the app. Or if you want to onto your TV, go to Roku TV. On your Roku TV, on your Samsung TV, on your Apple TV, on your Google TV, uh, on your Amazon TV, and simply for the Hospitality Channel. The live show is always broadcasted free on that. There's a paid platform behind it that has additional content if you're interested. Um, You can do that. And, of course, uh, if you are a hospitality marketing professional and want to join a peer group, we have a really cool club called the HospitalityMarketing.club. Go to the website, put your email in. I send you a quiz. If you pass the quiz with 90% or above, I'll send you an invite to the peer group. Uh, which is a lot of fun We're not there to teach basics We're not here to educate you what PPC stands for You're doing the business You need advanced discussion with good peers That's what the Platform Hospitality Marketing Talk Club is for So with that My name is Lauren Gray I thank you for the privilege of your time And look forward to talking to you next week you have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 401, brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International. All right, reserved. Copyright 2023. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing?